know um, what cra crafting our narrative is all about. <laughs> yeah. And I, so, and in terms of um, your guys' blog posts, don't worry, like right at this point in our, in our writing career as a team, just write what comes to your mind. We, as we get more sophisticated, as these systems become routine and we, you know, after we've met a year of deadlines, right, and we have, you know, we've really started to become uh, habitual content creators. At that point, I think we will have earned the right to start brainstorming um, more strategically about um, what order we should be writing in and what different content we want to put in and how we're going to organize it. And this, but at this point, like, I, I think it's better to just start writing and we can deal with referring back and refining later on in the process as we grow our skills. What do you think of that? Um, for, or at least for me, I think that's really important. Just like putting it out there without necessarily um, just a large oversight of like having to structure it really specifically or I don't know, just it's kind of like when you're writing an essay, kind of just brainstorm, we're kind of getting our ideas out there. And for us, this, I don't know if it'll be a couple months process, a year process, but I'm sure that we'll pick up and learn things along the way. After one thought, which was something I left on that kindling document, um, because a few meetings ago we had said after we each post five times, maybe we can buy a domain. But if I'm serious about uh, helping other students also think about what becoming content creators are, which I am, um, I'm not so worried about the domain, number one. Number two, like what we're doing, I really see not, like I don't, I personally have not seen anyone do what we're doing in any of my research in media over the last three years. Uh, so I think what we're doing really can inspire some other people to do the same thing, right? To, to find genuine conversation, to document and to think more deeply about um, themselves and their education. So this is exciting. Yeah, I'm with you on that. So, anyways, that's um, that. The, what you just said, Henry, I kind of, I'm kind of with you on that. Um, I don't. Th there's still some. The um, that YouTube book, the YouTube Secrets book, they say two things that are conflicting. One of them is uh, start where you are, just use what you have, um, which relates to Daniel Coyle's "Keep It Spartan." But then the other one is uh, plan ahead. So plan to grow basically. So they talk a lot, they spend a few pages at least on the development of names and the uh, securing of social media um, outlets. And I do think that's important. So like if you have a YouTube channel name, get the social media name that associates with that so that if your channel goes big, um, you have access to those things. Um, I do think that we eventually will uh, want to take that seriously, but I, I'm not as worried about that at this moment. Um, I certainly don't want that to be an obstacle for daily productivity. Um, and so I just think like the practice of learning how to be productive is way more powerful than branding rights at this point, right? Um, over the last week, I've um, been in a lot of study groups, <laughs> more than I've ever have through, especially virtually. <laughs> um, and it's 
just amazing how bright some students are in terms of how interested they are in the subject and how much time they've spent on the subjects. And it's like, really, I, I, I really feel if I'm thinking about um, Jeremy Kuhn, the guy from Google, the mathematician from Google, and all the stuff that he's published on the math and science, I, I see my own peers being able to publish in that depth for the concepts in my courses. And, and what's really stopping them from doing that, right? Because, I mean, certainly there's some things like sharing exams, but as far as their understanding of the concepts the teachers are expecting them to understand, they could be some tremendous content creators that ultimately are, are help, would help everyone in that's taking that course around the world. So. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Steve, I cut you off. No, I was just going to mention on the agenda how the bullet point was talking about the YouTube kindling document. So we were just talking about that. So it was a great transition. Um, but Steve, we didn't get to hear your check-in because that oh, yeah. is higher up. Yeah. So, um, uh, I'm doing well. I've just been, so I, I had put a text in that I'm, Basically, I've just been scouting the, the UC Davis website for undergraduate research projects. And I kind of, let's see if I, I have uh, on my wall, I have like three of the projects for the winter and for the summer. Here's my computer. Oh, but so I have it there just to, like remind myself there. It's kind of what I'm aiming for. So the work that I do here is to hopefully land me in that because I know how Jeff mentioned like the definition of a successful student is kind of narrow in academia and I'm definitely like by academic standards I'm not where I probably where most students successful students would be but by my own terms of success I know that I'm just as good if not better so I have to make up for things like GPA and yeah, GPA and the lack of experience, not as many connections as some people might have, but hopefully I can do it with just like planning and just consistent work. So that's what I've been up to. So I'm pretty excited. Um, just been working on my Python skills. And I went to, I was gonna order one of those linear algebra books, but it was like $60. And then I just went to my half price books and I found some textbooks um although i don't think it's as good proof wise as the applied linear algebra book but it's like a second edition of a i think david c lay textbook mm -hmm. and i was like i'll just get it, it was like 10 bucks so i was like ah, i'm gonna get that and then i got a python book as, as well so seven dollars and i actually got some some more it's called uh the mathematical experience and then it's kind of just a lot about like the history of math and then just like a bunch of just random things like who's the author of that one uh philip j davis and reuben hirsch that just talks about like what is mathematics where is mathematics the mathematical community different experiences in mathematics like teaching and learning and then it just talks about some concepts as well but i just thought like it does a nice like not a specific thing in math but just like a general exposure uh, 
Yeah, it couldn't hurt to help. And it was like $6 as well. So I was like, this is a steal. So yeah, so I've just been doing work and really enjoying my office setup. So, so it doesn't look good from that angle, but from this angle, what I see, it looks really good. <laughs> I know Jess, you look like you have a professional background and mine just looks like a closet, some like motel, but uh, oh yeah, I also have a ring light because I do want to set up, I have soft boxes too, but that's kind of just takes up a lot of space. Um, because my brother has actually shot video, so he has all the recording materials. And because I do want to shoot some videos, um, kind of just like to document my process of like, oh, I'm aiming for an undergraduate position, and this is kind of what I'm doing. Like, this, just like track myself, because I know, like, I look on YouTube, I ask questions like, what is undergraduate research like, or what is the process of getting into grad school, or these things. And I wish, like, I'm not going to be someone that's going to preach and have an answer, but just documenting my process. And then maybe in the future when I have the experience or I know that I've made a decision, uh, then I can post some information about that. So, and then I could also show like my own experience being where I am right now, like still questioning things and show that to kind of relate to the audience. But yeah, so that's me right now. I have three quick responses. Uh, one, I feel that pain of the GPA uh, when you brought that up, Steve. I'm, I'm thinking about like what my grad uh, GRE score needs to be to, to make up for my GPA too at the same time. Um, a second point is even the most advanced undergraduate researchers at some point were in your shoes in, in terms of like what the heck does undergraduate research mean and what they're looking for. Um, the only difference is you're willing to document that process and share it to a larger uh, audience, right? Um, and then the third point, I forget, but you're doing some really cool things. So <laughs> keep that up, man. Oh, yeah. I remember, I remember the third point. The third point is the most funny point, which is uh, I, I feel that the reason why Jeff is pairing us up and, and this entire project is your um, interest, your ever-growing interest in STEM is so inspiring to see. And I think Jeff knew my <laughs> interest in STEM concepts has always been um, a little bit short. So uh, I'm so, every time you talk about STEM in that way and, and seeing your investment towards STEM, is super inspiring so just know that i mean i don't i, don't, I already i can see jeff's face he's like that's not what i was thinking at all like henry's really good at stem uh and i'll say the same thing like no, no that that can't be true like you have so many strengths um don't even think like that uh, but i was also going to say i got through the getting what you came for i read the first like six chapters which is what i think i need because the rest of it is actually being inside grad school and now I actually have like a really good idea of what getting into grad school is like and how to reach out to advisors and I have like a set timeline that I can follow um and I mean I yeah I have the kindling document it's like 20 pages and I'm glad I read it and I spent a lot of time it took me like two weeks to get it was like barely 80 pages but I got a lot of the information that I need and it's like a, it's the second brain, like 
regardless if I do it or not, like at least I know what it takes to get into it. And I have a schedule that I can follow. Um, so, I mean, there's obviously things I can still learn more, but I feel like I got a really good chunk of information that I need from it. Can I make a suggestion? Yes. Um, you know that, that calendar that you had with uh, um, quarter by quarter, not the yes. month by month, but the quarter by quarter? Yes. Can you put a post-it maybe next? So in between your, uh, junior, your uh, second to last and last year, in the summer, you might put a post-it to, to read chapter seven through like, um, seven, 16 or 17, which is another 80 pages. But the reason is if you, um, so I agree with you completely at this stage, you like, I wouldn't go and read those right now, but I would definitely read those prior to, because you're probably apply for, for graduate school, your senior year, basically, right? Yeah. So like June, 2023. But I think the applications are due in December or November. No. Yeah. It's uh. Oh, I have it. I have it in the, I would have to apply. I don't know. I have to think my thing, but I have the schedule. Like, cause, because in chapter six, they actually outline like timelines of like how you would follow things. So let's see, I think it was, yeah, around December, November that you have to submit everything before your senior year. So yeah, finishing up fall of senior year. Yeah, so, so I have the, yeah, I have the plans of like what to do kind of, or a general outline of what things to get done the spring of junior year, the summer before uh, your senior year, and then the fall of senior year. So what I, what I would recommend is have a post-it note as a reminder and that summer before the application process goes, I might read deeply like you just did, like set aside a week or two to read chapter seven through like, you could say seven through 17, because like think about what you just did, right? You are front loading the next three years by collecting that information right now, right? Yes. And so by the time you apply, that application will represent the information that you have now in practice, no? Mm -hmm. But at that point, you, you haven't prepped for the next three years yet, right? Yeah. And the application process, like one of the, so if, let's, let's assume you apply, so you, 